I'm Sarah Vioso, and this is Surviving Fear. I have stage four brain cancer, but I have chosen faith, hope, and laughter to navigate my difficult diagnosis. This is my story and the lessons I've learned by surrendering my struggle to God. Season two, episode 10, reducing to the lowest terms. Well, we're, this is our last episode of the season. Um, and it's wonderful because it's releasing, this should be releasing on Christmas Eve, if all goes well. Um, and I've had a lot of time to reflect, and this is that time of year that we tend to reflect a lot. And, um, well, we either reflect a lot or we get super busy or which tends to be both. And, you know, as I've told you guys, you guys all know, um, I teach math, my degrees in math, my master's is in math education and math is kind of my thing. And I'm certainly not a math expert by any means. Um, I just love the beauty of math and I love that it, you know, has a definitive answer. It's not subjective. You can prove it. You can check it. It plugs back in and it makes so much sense. I like things that are concrete. Like I remember, um, my husband, when he was going to propose and he was asking, you know, what kind of ring would you like? And what kind of diamond? And I'm like, square, I would like a square diamond, (laughs) which I just think it's so sweet that he asked. And he's like, okay, like it was very definitive about it because I like, you know, a square is a four-sided figure where all angles and side lengths are equal. And I just love how clean it is. I love that it's symmetrical. It's just a thing. It's very, you know, that's, I like things in boxes and very organized and that's, that's why I just laughed that he, he kind of giggled at me when I said that. And my engagement ring is a square diamond. It has square diamonds next to it, which just makes me happy because it's all very mathematically beautiful. Well, one of the things, cause I teach algebra and a lot of algebra and I mean, math actually up to algebra point and beyond, um, deals with fractions. Okay, I promise there won't be a test. <laughs> Don't start sweating and crying because I'm talking about math. And you're like, okay, I'm done with this episode. I don't need to listen to this podcast. But no, there will be no test. There, um, you'll you'll understand where I'm coming from. But I just, I fractions are a cool thing. Like that, you can do so many things with them. I mean, fractions are just a division problem. When you write a number over a number with a line in between, it just means divide. Um, but they can also be used in different ways. And one of the things I tell my students and I teach my students is you always have to take a fraction and simplify it, meaning you have to reduce it to its lowest terms. Like I tell them, I say, if you see a fraction, like I'll be teaching and like, I'll have four over six, four, six up on the board. And I'll tell them it should hurt your eyes. It should be uncomfortable. There should be 
red lights flashing in your head going, I'm not done. I'm not done because that fraction is not reduced to its lowest terms because it's four over six. Both of those are divided by are divisible by two. So you divide the four by two and the six by two and it reduces to two thirds or probably a little bit easier one to see if I'm not explaining this clearly. I do better when I have a board. Um, is two fourths. So two over four, since two and four are both divisible by two, you divide both of them by two and that reduces two fourth reduces to one half or one over two. So sometimes you have to do that in mathematics because that's the easiest way to get to the answer in its lowest terms or in its simplified manner. It's simplified answer. So I, the reason I use this, this hit me this morning when I was getting ready was it really is like reducing fractions is, or reducing things to its lowest terms or simplifying things is such a great metaphor for how we should live our lives. I think sometimes we make things way more complicated than they need to be. And it's funny because I, I was thinking about this the other day and I think I was, I was meditating in prayer and I was just having a moment with God. And I said, you know, is this what you intended for our lives to be like? I mean, I just think about what my life is like daily. And I I read somewhere where it's like, you make something like 70,000 decisions in a day. And I think it was even more than that. I think it was like in the hundred thousands. It was crazy. And you think about all the decisions that we make, get up. When are we getting up? Are we rolling to the left or the right? Are we putting our feet down on the ground? Um, you know, am I, what am I having for breakfast? Am I turning right or left? Um, am I going to work out? I mean, there's just, I mean, they're just all these little mean, minute decisions, you know, what color eyeshadow am I going to put on today? If I'm doing it, how am I doing my hair? Um, what brush am I going to use? Like the, you, I'm, I know I'm getting down to the nitty gritty here, but I think sometimes we tend to overcomplicate our lives and not live it in its simplest form. And that I have to just have an image of God. Like I think of our life and the sports our kids are involved in and, um, the, and I know I've talked about this for the things that we quote unquote have to do, um, you know, the obligations that we view as obligations that we have to do, um, you know, they're just so many ways that I think we complicate and maybe muddy the waters of our lives with things that we don't necessarily need to muddy it with things that we worry about, things that are concerning things that we allow to take up real estate in our mind and in our heart that maybe shouldn't deserve that real estate in that space. You know, I think how simple God made it, you know, he writes and tells us, you know, the only way to God is through his son. Okay. And he says, accept Christ as your Lord and savior. Okay. 
pretty clear. And then he gave us the Ten Commandments and how we need to live our life. That's it. Pretty simple, right? Ten things that we need to focus on. Things we should and should not do. And to love Jesus Christ with all of our heart. That's the lowest terms. That's taking a fraction and reducing to its lowest terms. And God gave it to gave us that lowest terms in the Bible without having to do any math. <laughs> he gave us that guidance on how we need to live. It's amazing. It's like he gave us the answer key. He gave us the answer key in that. And he gave us the answer key in, you know, what these things produce. By living like that, it produces love and joy, telling us he's with us all the time. To have faith and not fear. He just takes a very complicated world that we have created on our own and gets it down to the nuts and bolts, gets it down and reduces it down and simplifies it down to how we're supposed to do this game and how we're supposed to live this life on earth before we join him in heaven. And it's comforting to me that it's so simple. It's funny, my brother, when I was in college, gave me a hat. And it was a black hat, and it had white stitching, and it was a material hat. It was before all this trucker stuff came out. Actually, the trucker stuff was here first. This is when I was trying to be cool and have made material. And stitched on it, it just said simple, period. It had simple with a period at the end of it. And I was like, oh, Brian, thanks. That's great. And he goes, it was the closest thing I could find to stupid. <laughs> you got to love brothers. They're the best. And I still remember that. It just makes me laugh. And I had that. I had wore that hat for quite a while. But it's that word almost just makes me like exhale. And sometimes it can, simple can seem stressful, which it shouldn't. But because I tell my kids, like my students in my classroom, I never let them say, oh, that's so easy. Or it's so simple. I don't let them say that because that's there's someone sitting next to you that may not be understanding the lesson that's being taught. And so even though you see it or they see it very easily in very simple terms, it's frustrating when the person next to you gets it and you don't. And then they say, oh, it's so easy, or it's so simple. Because something that might be complicated for you, or that's complicated to you was easy for them, and it makes it even more frustrating. And I think that's sometimes what happens to us, is that we get frustrated because we see things being simple, that we perceive to be simple for someone else. And it isn't for us, but it can be. It can be when you look at your life and you reorganize it in a way to what matters. You know, when 
I was in the hospital back 19 months, guys. It's been 19 months since I was in the hospital. Um, it's crazy. And it's a, when you're coming out of something like that in whatever a major struggle or any struggle that you face and you're coming out on the other side and you're in the midst of it, it's pretty amazing how everything gets reduced to its lowest terms. Everything gets simplified. Everything that seemed so important maybe isn't as important we thought it was. <clears throat> it was very clear that all those things that I was concerning to me didn't need to be concerning and it got me down very quickly. And I'm so blessed that the clarity came so quickly that life is short or not guaranteed time. So I need to love on my family and focus on my relationship with Christ first and foremost. Simplified, reduced to the lowest terms. And I hope the purpose of this one is I hope it doesn't take for you a severe struggle to be able to see life like that, to be able to see it reduced to its lowest terms. And I was talking earlier about, I just wonder if God looks down and be like, this really wasn't my intentions. I mean, I know he knows, like when he created, he knew how this all was going to play out. But I wonder if he's up there like smirking at us and kind of shaking his head going, yep, you guys sure did make that complicated. And I am notorious for that. Like something that has a very easy path from point A to B. I tend to like go hang a right, hang a left, do a U-turn, go backwards and forwards, and then eventually end up where my destination was. When it really was just from point A to B and I could have walked in a straight line, but I tend to like make it more complicated than it needs to be. And I just wonder if God's looking down at us going, yeah, you guys kind of complicated what my intention was, but that's okay. I'll use it to everyone's benefit. Knowing that this plan was always in place and he knew how this was all going to go. But in my mind, I just wonder if he's up there doing that because he lays it out very simplified, reduced to the lowest terms of how this needed to go and how it was going to go and how he was going to love us through it all, no matter how complicated we made it all. You know, currently I'm working on a project and my project is way more complicated than I thought it was going to be. And I think I've made it that way. Um, I didn't need to do this. I've been wanting to make a Christmas dress. No, not, not make a dress. I'm not a seamstress by any means. Um, but I wanted to take a dress and cover the bottom half with bows, with those, you know, cheap, like stick on Christmas bows. And I just got, I got some fabric glue and I'm like, this is going to be great. And I started working on it. And every time I pick the dress up after I think the glue has dried, at least <clears throat> five to 10 bows fall off the dress. I've been in battle with this. 
Now, the funny thing is about this, I mean, I've just been in battle, it continues to fail. I mean, I am an ultimate, I am a Pinterest fail. I didn't even see it on Pinterest. Somebody had one on. And I'm like, Oh, my gosh, somebody she's like, How did you do that? And this was years ago. And she goes, Oh, I made it. I'm like, Oh, that is and she goes, it was not bad. You just glue stuff on I'm like, that looks amazing. I'm going to do that. And I'm failing at it. I mean, I've had it on my dining table for probably two and a half weeks now. Failing. <clears throat> Completely and utterly failing. I'm sorry, I keep clearing my throat. I'm on the tail end of a cold. Yes, colds. Colds exist. Um, just colds. No COVID, just colds. Colds. But anyway. And I complicated it because I'm trying all these different glues now. My dining table's a mess. I keep throwing away the bows I don't want to use. Some of the bows are falling apart. And it's I've complicated something so simple because I wanted to make it bring joy when actually I have two Christmas dresses hanging in my closet that would work just fine. Complicating something that doesn't need to be complicated. Um, we just find ourselves sometimes making life harder than it needs to be. And I just encourage you to do like a cleaning of the closet, if that makes sense. Like I love, do you love that feeling when you organize a cabinet? Like I do that. That's my thing is like, I love like I will go like every five years I go for my, through my house, top to bottom, even because we haven't moved. We've been living in the same house now for 12 years and every five years, because I'm like, I'm not going. And when we moved in, cause I hate moving. I told my husband, talk to me in 15 years after we moved because it is, I just don't move well. And, um, and some people are amazing at it. I see some people that do it and they're like, they are just pros. They're like, yep, they can be in and out of a house so clear. And I knew I flit. I don't or I, I just have a hard time. Anyway, um, I see people like, so every five years I go through and I just love, like, I just did it with my closet. We had to get carpet put in the house and my closet makes me happy because I went through everything and I reorganized it and I got rid of the stuff I didn't need. And I got my closet reduced to the simplest terms. I reduced everything to the simplest terms. And I love just walking my closet now. It makes me happy because it's organized and simplified and I know where everything is. And I encourage you to look around your life because by doing that and look around your life and see what needs to be simplified? What needs to be reduced to its lowest terms? Because especially when you're talking about what are the things getting in the way and what are the things that are in excess that prevent you from having that intimate relationship with Christ? What has to be done that is preventing you from sitting down and having quiet time with the Lord. What is it? Think about it. Think about what, like I I'm guilty guys. I'm guilty of laying in bed in the morning. If I've woken up too early, I might, you know, talk to God for a couple minutes and then I grab my phone and I start scanning Reddit or start scanning Instagram instead of saying connected there. That's something that can be reduced. That's something that can be simplified. What is it that's keeping you? What is it that needs to be reduced in your life? Think about 
what fractions that you can bring down to its lowest terms. What can you bring down to lowest terms that gets you down to that rock to stand on that solid rock of Christ, that solid rock of the church, that solid rock of your relationship that is so important. And that's what it's all about. Find that simplified life. And I think you're going to find that you view life in a much different way and your perspective will change. And that your actions and the stress, actually the stress in your life will be reduced to its lowest terms. But I think your heart is going to find a lot of joy. And when you get that life simplified down, you're going to see a lot of things that you didn't see before. I know I did. And I pray it's not a severe struggle that gets you there. And do it one day at a time. Find it one day, one thing at a time. What can you simplify? What can you simplify in your morning routine? That gives you, opens up time. That seemed that whatever you were doing were so important, but opens up a few more minutes that allows you to sit quietly with Christ or a few more minutes that you get to spend with your children or a few more minutes to make a phone call to a friend that maybe needs some lifting and needs your light. Because when we simplify our lives, it allows us to do meaningful things that glorify God. Well, this has been an episode or not episode two, season two of Surviving Fear. Thank you for constantly listening. Thank you for being supportive. And I will see you at the next season of Surviving Fear. Surviving Fear is made possible by the efforts of our executive producer, JT Henderson, writer and director, Sarah Vioso, producer and editor, Kristen Walker, artistic creator, Laura Ritchie, graphic editor Linda Lee, and musical artist and composer Adam Yoso.